Welcome to episode two of Angel Cast with Woo! your hosts uh, Adam Cunis, Alex Lay, and Matt Hinton. Um, so it's been a few. Weeks, is it two weeks? Three weeks since we last recorded. Three weeks. Um, yeah, we because we to, had the, we had, yeah. as we say, the Six Nations. Uh, the drop of Age of Sigmar two. Yeah. Um, as ever, we are split up into uh, as ever episode two, two. Just like the first episode, we're sticking with yeah. the format. Uh, we're split into our uh, three sections. So first up is narrative, where we'll be talking. No, not narrative. Match. We'll be talking about uh, the Six Nations. The Six Nations. The Six Nations. I didn't go, so I'm going to be conducting an interview of both of you who were there and representing a country that will be revealed. (laughs) Wow! Don't give it all away. (laughs) Wow! Ostensibly from. And yeah, um, I'm going to be interviewing you guys. And then we're going to catch up really on some of the um, bits and pieces that came out from that weekend that people are dis- saying it was potentially broken. Yeah. And, and surmise actually from you guys whether you felt it was or not. So that's that's yeah, going to be much. even just what's broken, but like where, where the game seems to be after a week of a new edition. Well, yep. Twitter was, the word broken was used a lot on Twitter was my point. I'm saying it wasn't necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. So then in narrative play, we're going to be uh, talking about Alex's raw list for the time being, or what uh, progress has been made along along that line. I'll be talking quickly about my, my progress from raw uh, with my army, and Adam will be talking about his road to Six Nations. Um, <laughs> yeah, my army was finished, but that wasn't necessarily true for the whole of our team. <laughs> yeah, so in terms of what narrative stuff Wales brought to the table. It was super, uh, super narrative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meng is going to cry when he listens to this. Um, we're going to round up by talking uh, a little bit about open play. Um, I was really gutted to miss... Uh, Thursday night's D and D session, so I'm because su- uh, I was already on the road to Six Nations, or yeah. not, as it turned out. Um, and uh, so I'm really looking forward to hearing uh, from Boswell, Core, and Braylon. Uh, well, from Alex, who plays Core at least. Um, what on earth happened in that horrible oh, fight with vampires that oh, we were having? Oh, so much! <laughs> I so wait. so much. Um, and we'll be back well, with match play after this. Okay, so we're going to start with our section, Matched Play. This is where we discuss competitive gaming, primarily with the Age of Sigmar focus. And this week, we're going to talk about the Six Nations tournament. Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Okay, so just a bit of an overview. I didn't actually attend, but Matt and Adam did. It was a five-round tournament, um, as you can imagine from the phrase Six Nations. 
it was made up of teams from five representative nations. Six representative nations. Six representative nations. <laughs> well done, Alex. Because it's called Six Nations. You play five one. games because you don't play with yourself. You play five games because you don't play. Well, you do. That's in the color. <laughs> that's in the Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, that's what you said. Um, okay. So you play six, uh, six representative nations. So that is England, Wales, Republic of Ireland, and Northern Ireland. Yeah, Scotland right. and Sweden, and specifically Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah cool. it's not France and Italy. Like it's not France. Yeah, exactly. I made that mistake the first time. Um, and this, just for those listening in the future times, this happened over the seventh and eighth of July, twenty eighteen. It was an AOS two tournament at two thousand points. First one in the world. The Must have been. One. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. That was the mad thing about it. Like, yeah. So AOS 2 came out a week before. Lists were in, what, the Thursday before think, the tournament or something? Yeah, so we had like four, Wednesday, four days so yes. to write lists wow. and sort it all out. Okay, so that's actually, that was going to bring me on to my first point. So that, so they, they held on for AOS 2, obviously. Yep. And you had how long to surmise a list? Four days. Four, four days. days. Yeah, unless okay. you already knew what your points were somehow. Okay, because you may have been lucky enough to receive some information in advance. No, nobody got that. Oh, of course. Obviously, that we all like to write our lists in sure. no time. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really hard work. What was then difficult was painting the armies in that time. Obviously. Of course it was, yeah. A bit like... Um, no, so we, we yeah. mostly just took our AOS 1 armies, right? Yeah, mine was almost exactly the same. You painted a dragon mage? I did. And I painted three eels. I, I feel an like Archmage on Dragon. A Dragon Mage is a much less that's war, right. war scroll. Yes. Archmage. <laughs> <laughs> was it, was it Dragon? Does not. He has got the like ability to just take off somebody's unit, but you have to keep rolling four ups. Yep. Dragon Mage. <laughs> less good than an Archmage. So if on you ever played a Zarkan, the black is not very likely. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, Matthew, yes. describe to me. Um, how did the tournament work? I.e., how were the matchups decided? How many people on the teams, etc.? We already covered that it was five rounds because it was six nations. Yep, good one. Thank you. Um, so, essentially, you have eight players, they all have their list that stays constant for the whole tournament, obviously. So, we've all rigorously gone through all of the matchups and decided whether it's good, bad, or terrible. Uh, and we've done that for every scenario actually as Wales which was quite a lot of work oh yeah I wanted um, to cover that point so as two pure born and you know hot blooded Englishmen you were on what team? Wales I had cool. three dragons obviously Okay. Um, I've been to Wales I have family in Wales I was going to say did you have to pay some tax in Wales or something was there an audit trail? Well, well, Wales just, both just got, tax, got so. family in Wales oh good point yeah. okay well, there you go then Fine, sorry, carry on. We're nice yeah. Welsh people, apparently. I can't um, do any Welsh accents. You are both now you, known as so. Alid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, the, the interesting thing about um, the matchup process was actually getting in practice games with the new scenarios. Right, okay. Because they are yeah. different and scoring is different and is kind of yeah. similar across the board, apart mm-hmm. from if it's specifically changed on the scenario. Um, so I don't think I quite knew what I was doing. And, Fine. and still haven't played all of the scenarios, which we'll come on to why in a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, with the matchup process, what basically happens is both teams sit down and they've got that spreadsheet of greens and ambers and reds in front of them. Mm-hmm. And Which, they... um, shout out to Kieran for putting that together for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. thanks for much. Better actually. prepared than most of the teams. Yeah, um, in, yeah, in the probably matchup true. sense. <laughs> yeah. um, and Nothing. then you roll a scenario, and that's the scenario that you're going to pair two. You're going to pair one person in each. So I put down 
a player from our team and the other team captain or me and Tom. And that was a random selected scenario, then you pair... Random selected scenario, scenario and then you pair into that scenario. And were duplicate scenarios allowed over the weekend then? No, you, up you, couldn't, you couldn't roll that again in that match. In that round, but you could play it. But you could play it again. Right, so you round, could, if you were... If, sorry, was, there's, only, there's only six scenarios. Yeah, yeah I get yeah. that. So what I'm saying is if your army particularly favours a certain scenario, you could you choose could, as a team to spam that person. You could write scenario. a list that's very, very good at one or two scenarios. Okay. And then... Play just for play for that every single time because you can guarantee that you're going to play the scenario when you put that person down and did and that happen uh we didn't actually part, we, did well, we well. didn't we didn't pair for anybody to play any particular scenarios but yeah that was yeah. fine cool. um just just a quick note on the battle plans as well obviously they um it's now official that you can have general's handbook 2017 and general's handbook 2018 scenarios so there are 18 match play scenarios just right. for general's handbook plus the line importance yep. ones the TO had decided we would be using the new ones, which made sense. So that's total commitment, focal points, the better part of valor, shifting objectives, places of arcane power, and uh, the relocation orb. Okay, fine. So it was um, strictly we'll focused through. on the six brand brand new scenarios. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So it was quite useful to be able to practice those cool. um, in that week that we had. Yeah, I played three games beforehand, so. Yeah, I got three in as well. Two against Feeling confident Tom, enough. Uh, one against Owen. Cool. Yeah. So, um, before we lead into your games, Adam, what were you fielding? Um, so, as I alluded to in the previous episode, the Lawmaster and the Phoenix are gone. And if you mm -hmm. saw my uh, Twitter farewell video, uh, my stars for them, uh, I Bill and Ted have gone on their final bogus journey oh. uh, to the shelf. I'm actually now into a box because <laughs> I'm moving house. But um, oh, Zed, did Zed put them there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I basically now got that's a good name for the uh, Archmage. Excellent. Mm -hmm. So I've now got two Dragon Lords. Um, Darren Watson, uh, number one UK player who happens to be in Team Wales as well. Very Welsh man, obviously as well. <laughs> yeah, um, just like you two. Darren uh, persuaded me over WhatsApp to uh, change my command trait from Tenacious to Master of Defense, which was a bit okay. academic, but basically a six-up save against all damage okay um, which over the course of the tournament I actually do think was better than it's nice when you combine it with mystical and have two yeah, sets exactly. of saves yeah. really, and there's really a lot similar. of mystical and have a big base and objectives tended to stick near them so you're happen. stacking saves potentially because of your big base etc yeah. um, I'd have liked to have taken the immunity to run but that um, something we didn't mention about the pack was you couldn't duplicate the artifacts Right, across the team. Across yeah. the team. Okay. Yeah. Or the endless I've, spells. That sounds good to me. That sounds, yeah. sounds like you did yeah. some tactical decisions there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it had already been decided that you could only duplicate battle line war scrolls as well, so there was a real mix of uh, armies over the eight teams, uh, mm -hmm. the eight players, of course, within the team, because there's only four Grand Alliances, so there's yeah. going to be uh, some... And no one was taking destruction. Yeah. <laughs> like, one per team, you had to have one, but apart from that... Nobody was taking multiple destruction. Destruction did well in our team. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. We should yeah. have taken two, maybe. Okay, but you can't take more mold. Man, you can't more take more magma dragons because so. unfortunately they're not battle line <laughs> yet. Were they um, Mr. Loin's magma yeah, dragons? They were borrowed from uh, Simon Weekly, who's the Team Wales uh, 40k captain. Okay, yep. was at a wedding, or he would have come along. Brilliant, actually been Welsh. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that brings me on, Matt. What were you taking? Uh, I just took my fairly standard Deepkin like LGT list. Is it the, um, is it the list named after you? Yep, the yeah, Matt okay. list. Matt yeah, pretty standard list now. Um, but because of changes with the Bellwind, I could basically cut one Tidecaster and put in another three eels, which let me split the big unit of nine into two sixes, which eels. is a lot better. Eels. Um, mm. 
So, but apart from that, it's exactly the same. So, yeah. what changed to the Bailwind? Just went, just went down sixty points. Fine. Okay. Right. So, yeah. some simple points just, drop. Yeah. Yeah. Sorts out points in your list. Perfect. And it's no longer completely bent, which is yeah. helpful as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I, I added in an Archmage on Dragon into my list. Um, the the good thing of that being that um, within Hallowheart, I'm plus two to dispel, and with my book, have two dispels. So a movement 14 wizard with two 30 inch range dispels cool. at plus two. Well, yeah, I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll tweet up both of your lists, if you like, so yeah, people absolutely. can see them. We can yeah. get into the Angel Wargamer's <laughs> Twitter account. I think I've okay. got it. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Anyway, so round one. So Team Wales are all postulated, ready to go. Book. And round one, who was the matchup? It was uh, Scotland themselves, actually. Scotland. So we'd okay. uh, <laughs> we travelled up variously by degrees over Thursday and Friday, and okay. um, played some practice games at the venue. Just to clarify called. that point for li listeners, because I didn't, it was held in Stirling in Scotland. That's wasn't right. It? Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. kind of equidistant from Glasgow and Edinburgh, cool. um, slightly further north of both, and equidistant from like London and I don't know. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we drove up to my parents on the Thursday night. I thought you were going to say Stockholm, at least to be sensible. Yeah, the, yeah the, the Swedish team had definitely travelled for less time than us. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, it was at Common Ground, so shout out to them. It's a really nice venue. Um, good light. It was a bit warm, but it had been the hottest day in Scotland in 125 years the yeah, previous yeah. week. So that's sure. thank you, fair enough. Morning, morning. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not a thing. Sure. Let's not mention it to Trump when he's here this week. Have you not seen the giant baby effigy? Yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? Anyway, moving on. Sorry. So round one uh, was against Team Scotland. Yep. Um, the hosts. The hosts. Um, the host nation. The host nation, indeed. Um, and so Matt and Tom Loyne, team captain, uh, were in charge of matchups. Yeah. Yep. So, so, well, I mean, I paired myself into uh, Better Part of Valor, which is the Burning Objectives one. Yes. Six, six points on the table, and this is one of the ones that I hadn't played before the weekend. Is this the one that's which... kind of the reiteration of Scorched Earth? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's better. It is better than Scorched Earth. At least certainly better than Scorched Earth was. Uh, Liam, uh, Scotland's captain, Liam Watt was playing uh, Nurgle with a giant block of plague drones mm -hmm. with five command points, so you could give them plus five or six or seven uh, extra attacks each. Yeah. So the thing on each in, of uh, their profiles. Something we'll probably come okay. back to later is the current stackability of command abilities. Yeah, so what yeah. we've decided with this interview is there were some things that came out of the weekend which are, well, what were described on Twitter as broken. Mm. Um, and what we've decided to do is we're going to cover those at the end. So if you, if the lads, lads, if you come across anything that was broken that you wish to talk about, <laughs> highlight it. I will oh, mark see, it on this I, piece see, of paper. See, this is one of the things that was, but it's not actually that broken. Yeah. So this is command so, trace stackability. Yeah. So he sent right. nine command plague ability. drones, nine plague drones into my army, put the command trait, the command ability off six times because he gets them back on a five plus, yeah. and killed four eels out of a unit of six. Right, okay. That's more eels than I've ever killed again. Yeah, yeah. but by it's, four. But it's I mean, not still not an unreasonable like, amount of eels to die, no. is it? Out yeah. of how many eels total? Out of that unit of six. So I had and another that, unit of right. six somewhere else, and two threes somewhere else. Like it, it's, So four out of 18 eels. It was approximately 200 points to kill, and he used 200 points of command points to actually do it. So wow, okay. I don't, I don't think it was that bent. The thing that lost me the game in that one, um, I basically didn't spot that if... Um, if I burnt one of my objectives, which I did at the end of my turn two, yeah. then if I lost priority and Liam jumped over the top of me with his plague drones uh, and rolled a high run, he right. could get to my objective in the back, burn all the objectives on the table and go one point up and win. Ah, 
Right. Obviously, this then happened, so yeah, right. it's just a thing okay. that you have to pay attention to while you're playing that scenario. Right. So always just think when you're about to burn objectives, what happens if I lose the priority and my opponent burns everything on the table? Because that's game over. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So what I think should really happen is they're burned, but you get one point per turn if you hold one, or so, something like that. So you get two points if you hold. You get one point if you hold two, or. Two burned ones. So potentially that's a house ruling for future comp tournaments. It's just like it's weird because the game's over. It's the same as the old Scorched right. Earth. It's like I don't like games that don't go the whole way. Yeah. Mainly because that I like like I've paid to be there first of all and yeah. play all my games and there was loads of stuff left on the table. It was still going to be a good game and yeah we played out the turns but it's not as interesting because yeah. you know that then there's no secondaries so you haven't got anything to play for. What I like about that scenario versus Scorched Earth is it ticks up. So the amount of time you're yeah, sitting yeah. there, it's then worth so it's that one, when you burn two, it. four, four, eight, yeah. based on how long you've hold you've held that. Whereas objective that, that versus D three is just so much. But but um, but Liam burnt everything for one yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's he burnt four objectives win. for one point. Yeah, I mean, there's still an auto win in there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, which I'm not a big fan of. But anyway, Liam Liam played it right, played it completely correctly, cool. and got the win for his team. So yeah. Adam, nice. Uh, so my first uh, game was against uh, Stu West from Scotland, um, and we he was playing uh, Death with Arcan, um, and we were playing Total Commitment. Okay, which is four objectives. Um, they're actually quite widely set on the table, so it's yeah, quite difficult from the edges, right? Uh, yeah. For a kind of alpha strikey small army like mine to hold all of those and be within the command bubble. Also, sorry um, for you. Yeah, it was, it was difficult. I, it wasn't a difficult game in the end. Unfortunately, Stu had um, not left, not quite real. I told him what the battalion did and how fast the dragons moved and stuff. Um, he didn't have a strong enough screen, um, so he, I gave, move. Uh, he he got the priority for uh, turn one. He had fewer drops than I did. What um, was he fielding? Sorry, uh, death. So he had Arcan the Black plus um, not a Coven Throne. The other one. Mortis engine? Mortis engine. No, it right. was a common throne. Uh, and he had a couple of necromancers, uh, 10 graveguard, 40 skeletons, a white Similar king, to Kieran's list. Yeah, pretty yeah. similar to Kieran's list. Chaff um, heavy death. Chaff heavy death with um, spell portal as the endless spell and uh, quicksilver swords. Yeah. So he was looking to mortal wound and, and basically Stu uh, did the kind of classic mistake against an army like mine where you chip off a lot of wounds off everything but don't kill a single thing okay. um, target priority yeah so he took he had first turn curse of years didn't work um, I closed down a lot of the magic with the dragon maid we both uh, deployed quite heavily on my left flank okay. I pushed forwards his chaff screen was killed by um, three dragon breaths going into it and I just charged and killed Arcan and the 40 skeletons in two turns Okay. Um, wow. So the the scenario was essentially irrelevant because um, he just wasn't three inches back and needed to be. So you felt you had the table fairly early on, effectively. I had tabled him within three turns. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so that was pretty clear cut. Well, uh, he still had like five black knights in turn four, but yeah, you're not getting those objectives. He, are you? Yeah. Um, he eventually got the dragon mage because I overcommitted to try and take the black knights and whiffed. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, was a, it was a fun game, and Stu went. I do oh. really, I do really like that one because you got a split. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a good yeah. scenario. Um, so, so and that was oh, sorry. Fun. Yeah, that was that. That was uh, so that's a major win for me. Uh, turn one, which was quite nice. Yep. And, and Wales ended up with five wins in that. Yeah. So we five won the wins. first round. Okay. Um, so you went, you so went we won, top. Won the first round. I don't know if we went top. But um, we were somewhere what, up. What, what were the secondary so, scores actually? Was it just kill points? There wasn't any. So yeah, it was just, just straight up. Just straight up. Kill, kill points yeah. would be a. 
tiebreaker should they be tied for well a, mi a minor victory end. was still doable as the book you yeah. just get more victory points and that was worth 15 instead yeah. of 20 fine understood yeah. Yeah. okay and did happen yeah. So moving into round two, um, so you've you've already seen off Scotland fairly convincingly. Yeah. So um, for round two, we were supposed to be facing the Republic of Ireland. Right. Um, well, but we? what happened? Yeah. But what happened <laughs> instead was um, England and Sweden got through to the semi-finals of the World Cup. Yeah. And they were supposed to be playing each other. Uh, no, they were supposed to be playing. Something. Anyway, they changed the rounds round. I thought they were meant to be playing each other. They were, but at the time that the game was on, so they swapped that round. So that they could start later. So we ended up playing Sweden round two. Okay. Instead I don't really Ireland. understand why they swapped the teams around. That doesn't make any sense. They just swapped the rounds round. Yeah. So, oh um, right. Okay. So round round two was round three, and round three was round two. Was that is weird. Makes sense. Okay. I thought they so just that England made and things. Sweden could watch the. I game. mean, I completely agree that they should be able to watch the game, and it was a very good game. And as you're listening to this in the future, right, let's move I'm on. So the World Cup came home. Moving on. <laughs> this is coming out on Sunday. That's true. <laughs> um, so round two, pretty similar setup for me. Total commitment rolled oh, again. Oh, we put you in it again. Yeah. Um, in theory, it's a good scenario for me, um, but I am not really good against Nurgle. Uh, not that my list isn't, but yeah. I'm not. I it's get a bit of your, I get a bit of your cursed, cursed opponent. Yeah, so I played uh, Adam uh, Jansen, Jansen uh, from Sweden. He had uh, the Magaken of Nurgle um, with Festus. Um, there was a half movement spell as well, which I wanted to get rid of. Um, he had more drops than me, so I thought I should alpha strike him. Um, what I failed to realise was I could have just charged up had majority guys smashed the plague bearer wall and um, held the objective for one turn for three points okay. and scored five overall and then just retreated and held my line uh, instead I tried to kill the GUO and Rotigus and um, the cast that gave blades of putrefaction and um, only killed the guy with blades of putrefaction and everybody else went so down to about one wound and then came back to life again so you um, got a bit bloodthirsty overcommitted um, it is called total. It commitment. is called total commitment, but I should have just hit the plague bearer screen and had majority models and won the game and then run away. Okay, but um, yeah. I didn't do that, and so I lost horribly. So lesson learned there: don't overcommit in total commitment. Lesson learned: play the scenario. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I was playing Johan Bjorsson. Yeah, Bjorsen. you might be able to pronounce. <laughs> they're not, they're not Finnish. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Bjorsen. Bjorsen. There, there you go. go. That was good. I'm convinced. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. It's okay. Um, love, so he had the new Stormcast Star Drake list, which a few teams were rocking this team yeah. tournament. Um, but I was playing uh, Arcane Power, three places of Arcane Power, or whatever it's called. Diagonal yes. one, where you uh, only yeah. score if you're a wizard yeah. or a hero with an artifact. Yeah, which so is got, good for you. Uh, well, so I've got a big Eidolon yeah. and a little wizard, and he's got a big Star Drake and a little wizard. Yeah. So it's about the same for each of us. Matchup. Like, in terms of the matchup, yeah, mm. it's approximately equal. Actually, but it's the only one where I can beat the Star Drake because the Star Drake has to sit on one of the objectives. One quick question, which I forgot to ask. Do you see your opponent's lists at the point of matching up? Yeah. yeah. You do? Okay, Have fine. we saw them in advance? Right, yeah. no, no, that makes yeah, yeah. sense. That Everything's makes sense. released. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah fine. So his Star Drake has to hold the middle objective, really, to be able to fight anything in the game, but I just have to steer clear of it because mm -hmm. it kills everything. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I managed to hold... I took first turn, sent the Eidolon onto the right-hand objective and my uh, Tidecaster onto the left-hand objective uh, and basically bubbled each of them with a unit of six eels. Yeah. 
so that uh, one of the eels had the nice mystical and boat save which is always oh, fun yeah. so you're ignoring round and then you have a 6 up and then you have another 6 up brilliant Woo. so they don't die very quickly and they yeah. had mystic shield from the Eidolon and the other side I had cover save from the Tidecaster so okay. the two pretty uh, so all I needed to do basically I knew that the Eidolon was going to hold it for the whole game and Stardrake was going to hold the one in the middle yeah. so it was about whether my Tidecaster could hold on for 3 turns and that guarantees the win in that scenario yeah. and did he and he did yes yeah, he managed to get that one so do so, Drake but it was a really close game really really good game and new stormcaster pretty cool uh, and uh drakes don't eat eels then oh i tried to kill it because after after third turn i realized i knew that i was going to win we were right. still playing it out so i tried to send more shard guard into it to see if i could actually kill mm. it and then shoot it off but you can't touch it even with ren 2 damage 2 like, wow. it just doesn't die and so just what's the backbone of that new drake list then just for the listeners Big, big Drake. It's pretty similar to how it was before. So, Star Drake on uh, with the Celestine on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, loads of little heroes. I think it's like four heroes. So, the standard Castellan, Celestine, uh, one of the wizards, and a Relictor. Two units of Fulminators. Yep. Some battle line that are all yeah. units of fives. And a unit of Prosecutors. It's pretty, okay. like, just standard mixed Stormcast list. Understood. But it's pretty yeah. good. Nice. nice. It's all like high drop. Yeah, yeah. No formations. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, sorry. So that was Sweden. Yeah. And and what was the standings after round two? Then how did you fare in total against Sweden? And where did that took another five wins? Yeah. So we 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 beat Sweden, um, and then they lost the football, uh, and that put us to the top of um, that. We were top of the pile after round two. Yeah, we were um, ahead of Team England. Yeah. Which Team England nice. B was we were calling them at that point. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> um, we were Team Angel slash Wales, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a really good round. Um, we then went into what would have been our round two, which was against the Republic of Ireland. Right. Um, yeah. Which was our final post game. football. Post football. So it actually, was quite a late really start. Late, it was around yeah. about six o'clock, and it was yeah. pretty hot in that room, particularly with a load of geeks around a small TV. It was a sweltering uh, yeah. day. Um, so we actually stayed on the same tables which was useful that was um, nice. the tables were great actually at Common Ground so yeah, they were really high good. up there were different le- levels if you had a bad back or whatever it was oh, you like didn't get specifically it. made uh, apparently the guy who runs the place is a carpenter as well so oh, it was okay. like these tables have to do this there were lips to the edge of the table so yeah. even if Seb had been playing there most of the dice would have stayed on the table <laughs> um, no, no challenge mo- some of the dice would have stayed the on the dice, table. Yeah. Um, so we had the Republic of Ireland next, captained by uh, Mick, of course, yeah, Wendell, um, who Monster. was in my team, the first team tournament I ever played. Um, oh, yeah. You, me yeah, and Amit right. went down to Firestorm. Yeah, that was eighth. Uh, edition, in yeah. eighth, and I got thrown under a bus quite heavily because yep. I didn't know what I was doing. It's all right, though, because me, Mick, and Amit smashed it. So. Yep, <laughs> we did all right. Yep. Um, so yeah, the the next one I had was one I hadn't played in practice, which was called um, Focal Points, where you've got five um, objectives on the table in kind of a cross shape, one in the center. Yeah, I um, think this is my favorite one. It's a cool scenario, and, and if you basically hold either end of uh, the objective at either end of one of the lines yeah. um, so. of the cross, so imagine yeah. there's two lines that intersect each other. Um, 
you get a bonus. Then point. you get a bonus point. It's yeah. one one point for each objective that you hold. Two points if you hold. Was it two? Um, so no, it's three, three. Three points if you hold the one. So it's two bonus points if you hold the one. No, just one. I know, just one because yeah. it's one. Each the one year. that's opposite to the one. That exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's horizontally far, and far and away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you get an extra two if you score the middle. So if you if you hold all of them, um, and there's interesting on this one, if you hold all of them, you don't auto win like a lot of the old ones. So yeah, cool. the yeah. game allows for stuff. Hopefully yeah, it's yeah. going, but it allows for stuff like Vanguard Wing to have board control, mm -hmm. and you still got something to play for to take it back. Obviously, you can't survive many rounds with them scoring everything, but it is still there to play for. There's yep. a window, basically. Yeah. So I was, I like that scenario as well, Matt. I think um, I'd like to try that out. Um, I think it's the best one for like down club. Yeah, just for sure. Um, it's nice and balanced. Game, There's stuff sure to push for. Nice. Um, the terrain at Common Grounds was quite big as well, so it, there was a lot of line of sight blocking. Not that anyone took any shooting. Cool. Nope. Uh, so I got matched up again into Nurgle and nearly uh, threw all my toys out of the pram at that moment against Tom and Matt. Um, and um, we did I, ask you. You did ask me. I said I'll play it. Whatever. I don't mind yeah. losing if the team's winning. Ultimately, sure. I yeah. equally don't like losing. Okay. <laughs> um, so I was playing against Dave uh, Smith with a Y. Um, he had Maggotkin of Nurgle, Great Unclean One, Taliband, um, two times three flies, a thirty, a twenty, and a ten of Plague Bearers. The smelly bile pipe or whatever it's called. Oh, Slopsy, that I've never actually seen that model piper. on the. On yeah, the table. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bile pipe. And um, he ended up with the first turn, and I don't have any further notes because ultimately Dave deployed atrociously. Oh. And I stopped all of his magic, nasty? and I turned one killed his army. Oh, Dave, I'm wow. so sorry for his behaviour. Yeah. yeah. So I popped 30 plague bearers, 20 plague bearers. You know, on behalf flies. of best sports winning Team Wales from the past. Yeah, yeah. It's um, just not good and, enough. And, and well, you know, they did, the they did, they did get two cheesy Englishmen in, didn't they? So yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, at least four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then some. Yeah. Um, so that that was very short lived. Our, our game lasted one battle round. Uh, yeah, okay. that's what your army does to some things, yeah. though. Yeah, bringing me really... to a total of seven and a half battle rounds for day one. Wow. Yep. And some football. Yeah. Yep. Um, what's okay. your Republic of Ireland game? I, that? Yeah, was, on, I was playing Shane Ford. Um, he's there. Was playing Zinch. For, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. It was a cool list. It was loads of Zangor, loads of uh, Kyrak acolytes, uh, little unit pink horrors, and I haven't played against New Zinch yet, so that was that was really nice too. And then there was a whole load of casters to just okay. kind of get as many points as he possibly could. So Kairos. Uh, no, Lord of Change, uh, Gaunt then Summoner, Gaunt Summoner, and loads of the little casters, including the Cursling, who was incredible. Yeah, I was hearing on uh, Rufio's show that that's now basically auto include. For it's super good for the inch. points. So it's like a forty-two inch dispel. It's a forty-two inch dispel. Wow! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is just on his war scroll. He gets plus twelve inches on dispel. Right. Yes. Oh no, that always was there. So yeah, he the, used to be so, thirty, yeah. and now no. I think he's thirty. Yeah. yeah. And now okay. He's even further. But when he dispels one of your spells, or when you cast, I think it's when you oh, so cast the guy learns one, it. He can try and learn your spell. Yeah. He's not the most of the stuff. The no, also do something similar. Or they don't to. steal your spell. They give you plus to cast. Right, right, right. They cast a spell on a two up. So, right. the, yeah. Good so it's uh, the changeling. So, no, the curseling. The curseling. Yeah, as he, he was, used to be known. He was really, really cool. He's the um, guy. He's the Zinch Chaos Warrior with the little weird gremlin growing out of his shoulder. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. So I think that is Not that is a pretty a pretty mm. good auto include in a Zinch build based on how good he was against me and with yeah. the new like minus one to hit characters and stuff he's yeah. pretty safe from shooting especially nice. sitting behind thirties angle. Yeah. Uh, so I was, I was playing Total Conquest, which is the one that Adams described, or Total Commitment. Total Commitment. I've written yeah. Total Conquest, but that's, that's the old scenario. I assume you didn't play that. I didn't play that. No, no, it was the one where. So this is a very good scenario for my list. It basically. is not slow. Yeah, because I'm very very fast, and if essentially what happens is I try and take both of one flank yeah. and hold the one in my deployment zone on the other side for as long as I possibly can. Okay. Even if it's one turn, it's not a problem because I've got that one point, and then if I hold the whole other flank for the rest of the game, then I win. Yep. Yeah, you go one point up, and then you win. Yeah. So I charged all of the. Well, I, Shane. Right. And it, slower armies take a long time to get to you if you've smashed yes. one wing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or they, they can't. They can't just get in because the eels are so defensive. Yeah. They just go and hold that objective. That's yep. the point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. I did that with one unit of Reavers on the other side, took that took that uh, point, but Shane had managed to, I think his one mistake, he put the portal outside of 18 of both of the objectives on that flank, mm -hmm. so if I held both of the objectives, he couldn't be doing all the zinch bolts on me, Right. so I could hold both objectives and just be slightly behind them. Oh, just the them. inherent horde bolt that they all get. Well, and, and all of the other spells. Yeah. You know, they're they're going to do like five different you. random spells on yeah. you in your face, and yeah. you can't be in range of that. Yeah, I can't be in range of that, but because of where the portal got deployed, it meant that I could, which meant that I was safe to hold those two objectives. Yeah. So essentially, my eels just smashed their way down the right flank and then managed to sweep through the rest of his army on the always strikes first turn yeah just right won me the game at that point sweet it was really cool and uh and so where did that bring our rankings well there's another another Walsh win went. three 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 rounds three yeah, wins for team wales i can't remember how many games we won in that one but five or six five or six i don't think we capped them but no. maybe we did um, so at the end of day one team wales who came fifth in the six nations in 2017 were first Nice, yeah. Um, which was quite nice. Um, so we yeah, had about five points or something, weren't we? As Englishmen masquerading as Ir as Welshmen, we <laughs> went off to an Irish pub with the in Irish teams in Scotland. Yeah, um, cool. So very, there's very a, there's United a far Kingdom joke which, in there yeah, somewhere. No, yeah. Yeah. Heather described as white multiculturalism. White multiculturalism. <laughs> that is white multiculturalism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. yeah that, that was yeah. literally it. Um, I ate some haggis and wished that I hadn't the following day. Yep. Uh, I could not think at all in my first game in the morning, yep. um, which well, conveniently enough was against Russ the face veal of team. So England. yeah, we had England. So you had England. Yeah. Okay. Th thanks for stealing my interview question. There. Sorry. Oh, yeah. That's okay. That's anyway, another one. I am. Uh, what did the haggis do to your body? Some be so distracting. It took away all of the liquid from within my body, um, which I'm a very hot. Through various day. orifices. Um, I just wasn't very happy. Do we need to go into that kind of? No, question. we, we, we really don't. You stole my interview question. Um, I also, yeah, had, yeah, also yeah. hadn't really slept um, the night previously due to the lack of having built the endless spells that certain members of our team. Uh, had we're relying on going to do so. Right, I'm okay. having to paint um, Umbral Spell Portal um, and Quicksilver, Quicksilver Blades. Yeah. Um, right. yeah, so that's that good. Um, so, England. Team England. England. They, this was they, the big were, one. they were okay. confident. And this um, was mainly Facehammer guys, right? So it was, was the, the three, the face, three hammer. face Hammer guys. Yeah. Three Marauders and Jack, right? Uh, Jack and. Nicky. 
Nicky is your. So yeah. this is a, a pretty solid team. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good set yes. of players, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And we've been chatting with them all day and giving them a bit of grief, and they've been giving us grief, so it was good. Okay, fun. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was all. It was all good and playful. So, so, so Wales played, were playing against you, you played, England B, and you played one of the men primarily responsible for playtesting AOS two. I certainly did. Yeah, um, and how did that go for you? Well, he was running Nighthorn, um, or specifically Sacrament, because the Nighthorn book that came out on the Saturday um, wasn't oh, yeah. going to be in use for that event. Um, Fine. We were just using release day stuff. Okay. Um, Even though he knew already what it all did, presumably. Yeah, but, but it, the scrolls go. aren't but out. I get that. So there were, there were, other I'm being facetious. Yes, I know, but no, but it's worth bringing up because there were actually some amusing loopholes and abuses uh, which we can come on to later, specifically regarding stuff like Vanguard Wing. Yeah. Um, and there's a new scroll and new points, but the new scroll wasn't in effect yet, etc. Um, so, um, yeah, I played Russ. Um, he was running Sacrament with Arkan again. Um, okay. Russ had four units of six spirit hosts and three units or four units of dogs, um, direwolves, and he had a necromancer and he had a zombie dragon lord. And the scenario was? Uh, relocation orb. This which, is the one with the mad map. Yeah, there's a central. Um, it's just the one where central the, objective, the objective moves. And then it yeah. moves. Yeah, I know, crazy. the map looks mad, but it's not. If you actually. read it, it's actually relatively straightforward, yeah. which I didn't in okay. round five, where I also played relocation orb. Uh, basically, I um, took first turn and should have taken second turn, which was a theme for this weekend. I need to get better at judging what other people's lists will do. Okay. Um, in That's AOS just practice. Two, which is just practice. Um, I hit his line and smashed it. Russ won the, won the roll for the side of the table. Any of these weird, like Tetris block-shaped um, mm. deployment zones yeah. on a diagonal. Yeah. So the nearest point was like sixteen and a half inches or something away. So I was like, right, I'm going to smash that line. Um, but I didn't quite kill the units. Russ chose the side which had a big tower in the middle of the the gap. So I couldn't actually maximize my uh, area of effect bubbles, like the re-rolls to hit and the plus one attack from the horn. So I had two kind of waves, one with extra attacks and one with re-rolls hitting two flanks. And both waves took out a unit of dogs and took one unit of four spirit hosts down to one wound. That's not what you want against no. death. No, and then They're it was Russ's back. turn and then, um, I basically got a little bit slapped in the face and well, literally did he lose Russ it? to be fair played very very well and we had a we had a fun game um, Russ failed more than 50% of his four up saves I would say right but he saved 100% of the four up saves against the dragon bites right okay so the, big, the, big the dice were completely fair and I'm but I was unfortunate in the way around that they came and he's got the uh, Rend immunity, isn't he? Exactly, yeah. right. So he was still four up against the D6 damage, yeah. and he saved those, but he didn't save the twos and threes. So he's losing whole spirit hosts, but not two. Right. So they're coming back then. So they're coming back. And you need a five or a six, and Arkham allows you to re-roll re that. Yeah. And then there's grave sites, and so basically all the, the whole army was back every yeah. turn. So it's mad synergy, effectively. It's really good, and Russ is smart enough to not actually rely on Arkan and just leave him at the back of the board so I can't physically get to him and stop all of that happening. Yeah. Yeah. And there was nothing I could do. Yeah. Um, it sounds like... The, or, the orb moved, and thing. the orb moved in the direction of my army. So I was scoring it longer than he was, but then I was tabled, and he could just score it for the rest of the game. Wicked. 
Yeah. Um, How many so round battle rounds was that? It was over in two and a half. Wow. Okay. So I was, on, I was on ten battle rounds fair. out of four games, uh, and Russ smashed me. Fair yep. enough. Mr. Hinton. Yeah, so we basically had nobody that wanted to play Jack. Right. <laughs> Why is that? Not because he's UK a UK master. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was playing Croak with the new uh, you can take two banners that give him extra range. Just uh, before we go any further, Croak equals broken alert? Yes. Okay, yeah. we'll talk about that. Uh, so no, nobody on the team really wanted to play it, but my list is slightly better than the rest of the team. You're a slightly um, better player than a lot of the rest of the team? Not, no. But it's, it is slightly better for my list. Like, yeah. I'm fast, I can get into him in the one turn, despite how crazy his range is. So Croak's spell in that list is about range 32, and yeah. it worked out on average if you roll a 10 on the 3d6. And so it's doing d3 mortals on everything within 32 inches. Yeah. And he specifically casts three times. Yeah. So, but I, I can sort of take that because yeah. I can g just go outside of the range and then I can charge across as fast as I possibly can, which is essentially what happened. So Jack uh, took first turn, burned uh, three of the objectives. You say yeah. burned? What was the scenario? Yeah, the the burning one. The what's it called? <sighs> the one that first. Earth. Better better part of valor. The better part of. Valor. Yes. Okay. So Jack took first turn and burnt three of them, right. and then was basically aiming to hold one other one for the whole rest of the game, and okay. then possibly fight over another one of them and win on that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, he did a little bit of damage, but most of my army was a really, really long way away, and I put some reavers down to make sure that he had to deal with the reavers and use croak to kill them. Yeah. Um, so into my turn one, I couldn't burn anything, but I brought on my. A uh, unit of six, a Charlengard, and unit of three Morshar Guard from the sea that I'd put in the back. Yeah. Put in the sea um, and charged through the first bit of his screen of skinks yep. and sent another unit of six into uh, another screen of, of skinks that was just basically in the way of Croak holding the back two objectives. At this yeah. point, I need to win priority in order to get through the rest of his screen because he's yeah. got an engine that's summoning and a slam that's summoning, and yeah. just there'll just be more stuff in my way. So this was a pure Seraphon list. Yes, right. Okay, yeah. they, it pretty much has to be now. Yeah. Um, so one yeah, Yes, because it's Dracothian Tail, which yeah. is any Seraphon unit. Brilliant. Um, so you get one drop just by taking Seraphon. Uh, yeah. No, because you have Not to pay enough. for that formation. But sure, but that formation is pretty reasonable. Yeah, like yeah. an all route. Yeah. Or yeah. It's got a Scarvet on Cold One in it, Tiny so that is your, that's well, your cost. Yeah. Um, so I got the second turn, which is good. Yeah. Um, and then managed to charge most of my actual army at this point. Um, I had some eels on the other side, doing just getting me some victory points. But I charged six eels, threw onto his objective in the back right corner, and six eels and three more Shargard through onto the objective on the bottom right so yeah. effectively I'm just fighting over the two on the right hand side of the board and I just need to take one of those off him at some point in the game or else he'll burn them and win yeah. managed to get through my unit at the top uh, unfortunately didn't kill quite enough stuff um, and it couldn't yeah exactly we had equal models on that objective uh, so I didn't burn the one at the bottom Right. Jack's turn two he then starts croaking the list. Yeah. Um, so my Eidolon... Uh, Jack actually was dreadful at dispelling in this game, despite having croak, which is unlimited dispel. Couldn't stop any of my spells. Wow. Which was very weird. Yeah, I was actually getting stuff off. Uh, but he started taking off some of my stuff, which kills Sorry, him Sorry, croak has unlimited dispel range. Yeah, all slans have unlimited dispel range. 
It might be it might be the slam, but something you just dispel it on limited range. Good God. On the table. Okay. Um so then no. Jack kills about two eels from every unit, so I still don't have the other objective on the top because yeah. I because the slan which I kill in that turn comes back on six wounds from that new artifact. Yeah. Which is annoying. So yeah. that comes back and I've got four eels left at the top to his uh four characters just standing around it. Okay, sure. Um, How is scoring measured on this particular scenario? It's just more models. It's just more models. Just more models. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we equal again, which means he still holds it. Um, going into turn three, I win it again. And I think, yeah, I can actually win this now. That was the big, like, I cheered off <laughs> me, and, me and Jack, because it was definitely There were some sad English faces at that moment around the room. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it was. Um, um, so what we're saying is the priority roll for turn three, it was felt to be the decider. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was as well. Um, but I then he retreated his slam back off, obviously, to still hold that objective, mm -hmm. and I and summoned ten skinks up as a cover. I charged through with the with the eels, um, and by this point, I'd taken the objective at the bottom and burned it. Uh, I actually burnt it in this turn. I yeah charged through at the top and uh, killed the ten skinks, and the slan managed to kill one eel in the combat to mean it was three characters to three eels. Oh. So I still didn't have the objective at no. the top, okay. which the slan did quite a few wounds, um, but. It's fine. It, it happens, and yeah. I should have had another another model off so, the top. So it was a close uh, game. It was incredibly close. That's why That's I'm giving excellent. it a bit more stuff. It was considering it was the croak list, which is meant to be as filthy as possible. I feel like I hope Jack would say the same thing, but I played out of my skin to basically try and push yeah. push yeah. as Sounds what it. I could to get the win. Um, that meant that then. Jack in his turn three took off most of my remaining stuff, but I still had a chance in turn four as my unit that had been holding the back right objective burned it in my turn three and then had a go at the slam in the top right. Because as soon as I take that one off him, yeah. I've got one in the bottom right and the bottom left, sorry, that's worth eight points in the game. You yeah. burn that. I burn that and I go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't get it. Sent those sent the eels into that combat. What I should have done here is I rolled as low charge and thought I could pile into the skinks, but it actually wasn't a high enough charge to pile into the skinks. So I had to pile into Croak, which was a waste because yeah. he's too up safe. Um, so what I should have done is re-roll that charge and tried to with get a higher number with the um, command with the banner on the eels. They don't need. Oh right, yeah, wow! They, they just okay. get to re-roll charges. Oh, that's nice. Um, that yeah. So that's I should have just tried to roll above a six. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Jack managed to burn his one to go one point up for the end of the game. Damn. So he Damn. got into turn five, burnt his one. But it was one point in it, and to be fair, that list is meant to be horrendous, and yeah, we played the entire game, and it was amazing as a game. So thanks thanks very much, Jack, for that. And so, so that's the end of round four. Yeah. It is indeed. And, and we drew. Drew against drew. England. So okay. it was 80 Four wins, four losses. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Um, which was pretty good. Well, not perfect, but... <sighs> would have been, we, would have been we, nice we were, to take Jack and go five yeah, wins. Sure. We were was, pretty happy to take so, it. was good at that point. So yeah, we I think were, so. Um, so. Were we still top at that point then? No, we down. Down. There, was people, there were people jumping. So, um, so all over the place. Um, so that brings us on to... Round five, obviously, yeah, and which by round. default means you're playing uh, Northern Ireland. Northern, Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. 
and um, uh, which I was looking forward to um, a lot, just because we've we've hung out with the Northern Irish guys quite a lot, particularly Colin uh, and, and Dave. particularly Donal. Yes. Obviously, Donal. <laughs> um, with his how many hundreds of grots? Uh, two units of sixty, so one hundred and twenty. I mean, you know, moon sand grots. Oh, underneath. Okay, yeah, so two sixties and forty. One hundred and sixty. Yep. Uh, plus all the other goblins that you have in the army, like war bosses. Yeah. Because they're Which good. We'll now. talk about at some point. But yeah. I'm sure Twitter has talked about them enough, and so I can't the, uh, be bothered to read the actual rule and go through it because it will be fixed tomorrow anyway. Yeah, we'll just say how it was ruled. Yep. That's um, so I again played against Death. So if you're keeping score, that's three Death matchups and two Nurgle matchups for me. Um, my favourite types. My favourite types. Um, Dave and I had spent uh, lunchtime talking about um, Northern Irish Dave had talk, had been spent lunchtime talking about our lists okay um, <laughs> and he was like the zombie dragon lord's way better than the dragon lord I was like it's just not and um, so we were to find out uh, so <laughs> I was okay. playing against Sacrament this time with a vampire lord um, on zombie dragon vampire lord on uh, what's it called a horse a nightmare um, he had a couple of the flying horse. Uh, no, a night. Uh, that's a winged nightmare. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. A nightmare is just a vampire horse. Right. Um, and he had the a couple of the new Nighthaunt characters because the War Scrolls were out and the points were out, but the books weren't out, so they're on right. the app. So he was using them. So he had uh, twenty okay. chain rasp. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and he had the one that's like just flat two rends combat T 32 mil ghost model I don't know what it's no called no idea the one with the gallows on its back no okay. the one with two padlocks ah uh, yeah yeah um, the, I don't know the rules at all and, and, and he had another one it was relocation orb again right yeah so oh, you actually mentioned that last time yeah 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 um, and it just went awfully okay yeah um I mean, this is the one where actually we checked afterwards and we played it wrong. So if we played it the right way around, I'd have won the game. But we played it how we played it. Yep. Okay. Uh, and so based on the game we thought we were playing, Dave won. Um, we, I don't think we'd have made different decisions based on that because of the way our armies function. Mm -hmm. um, I did not roll very well to hit with re-rolls in this one um, but also I deployed atrociously and left my re-roll dragon massively out of um, massively out of range of the big units mm -hmm. um, I got my charge orders wrong so the archmage on dragon ended up being super exposed down one flank um, and I was able to retreat away as the relocation orb moved around the table and continue capping it but ultimately I just bounced. Um, I then retreated out on a turn where I should have stayed in combat because he wasn't killing my big unit of dragon blades. Um, and retreating out allowed stupidly left one of the grave sites open, which meant he could, br could bring units back from it. Right. Okay. Um, which I stood near those. Yeah, which I'd been closing, closing off. Down. Yeah, because yeah. the whole the unit has to be wholly within uh, twelve and outside of nine of you. So okay. if I just stayed where I was, yeah, because I was immune to battle shot, um, I would have held the game. Um, the big big moment was the green dragon finally showing up and charging on full wounds into a severely wounded zombie dragon lord and doing two wounds to it Ah. Um, so the zombie dragons are better is what you're saying yeah yeah. Um, the second one the, the, second, the second dragon though, and, and was killed back to a wound the second dragon had one wound remaining and the following turn I won priority and charged in and annihilated the zombie dragon lord so it was right. dice 
Um, it was just unfortunate that the one that did it was the one that was basically dead anyway. So any kind of mortal wounds at that point, and that was game over. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was uh, it. Was an awesome game. Dave's a great opponent, and we've met him a few times now. Um, but we hadn't played before. So it was really nice to actually uh, get that game in. Nice. Uh, but unfortunately, that was my third uh, third loss of the weekend. Um, but it did mean that other other players had slightly easier matchups at times. Um, yeah. What, yeah. So Matt. Uh, so I was playing the other Dave. Ah. Yeah. Dave two Robinson. Dave's on Team Nor and I. Yeah. Right. Uh, so because I played two Jack Dave's in the and done all right against Croaklist, um, I the team. Well, I sort of paired myself into it as well. Thought that I should play Croak again. Great. Um, so very slightly different list. Only one banner, uh, but a spell portal. Okay. So yeah. So his spell is only about range twenty four, but it can also go from a different. So it can start on a portal instead of starting on croak. Yeah. So it's about the same sort of threat. That's range. the end of spell. It's like a pair of mirrors, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Unreal spell portal. Very annoying. Um, so what basically happened in this is I made a relatively big mistake I would say I obviously put my entire army right on the very back because we were playing shifting objectives shifting which is objectives. battle for the pass kind of deployment right okay and then you have one Ooh. that's worth three and one that's two ah. that's worth one so you deploy battle for the pass I've not yeah. played that one it's, still it's really good it's a really good scenario sorry just for the listeners the reason Adam and I made kind of sexy noises because we've got the book in front of us and we were just looking at the diagram I'm if you're reading along at home, that's going, page 59 of GHB 2018. Thanks, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> so yeah, one of the three is worth three points, and the other two are worth one. Um, I made a mistake, and so I put everything literally on the back line, as okay. far back as away from his territory as I possibly could, because I know that that's the only way I can be outside of Crokespell yeah. for the first turn, because he's going to take first turn. Yeah. I saw the list and saw that he's got the nine rippers and the star strike formation, Ooh. and then forgot as yeah. I was deploying and essentially put one unit of reavers about two inches too far forward which oh. left a gap for the rippers to go in the turn one charge for a turn one well because they can deploy outside of three yeah so they charged into my back line and killed about four eels again fortunately I bubbled up the eidolon and the yeah. general but I've still lost four eels for no reason because I could have yeah. just bubbled reavers in front of them yeah and then it's not and were those, were those rippers summoned for free no, no, no. They were just in the list, yeah. so they just dropped down. Oh, Star Strike, sorry, yeah, yeah. You, you they, they just, they just dropped down, and then they kill loads and loads of stuff. Uh, but for the rest of the game, I so then in my turn, I managed to get my stuff on his back, his very back line, charge uh, with a Shalingard and Morshagard into Croak. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guard kill the screen, and then the Morshagard pile in and do attacks on Croak which is my standard way of killing screens if you've only got one set of screens yeah. uh, then they should go in uh, I managed to kill the uh, Saurus character that takes wounds for Croak couldn't tell you whatever that is blood. Sunblood Sunblood I think is right yeah. um, ding 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 uh, killed him but I can't kill Croak that turn so I need to go into the next turn where Croak's only on a 4 up save and I've got 8 eels 9 eels actually that are mm. about to attack him so he's dead Mm-hmm. and I'm essentially going to win the game at that point I think is how I saw it lost that priority, he teleports Croak away and starts Croak spelling me again Right. Yeah. so that does some more damage he takes some of the objectives back but because my Reavers are sort of holding the side objectives I'm still up for most of this game I get my turn 2, I charge into Croak with the 3 Reavers that were le- uh, th- three more Shargard that were left behind, mm-hmm. bearing in mind that's 7 attacks, 3's rolling 1's 3's rerolling. rolling uh, 
at Ren, uh, no, no reroll on the second. Ren two, damage two, and I need to do about six wounds to Croak, with, who yeah. just has a four up save. Did two wounds, so pointless. Uh -huh. um, he wins priority again and teleports away and Jesus. does it. Um, I then have two more Shogard left on the other flank and the two on the other side, uh, one on the other did side. Did he roll a lot of sixes or did you no, miss? No, I just missed. Wow. Uh, my turn three, I then charge two from the roommate, from one from that first unit and two from the from the unit that started on my back edge yeah. into Croak in the middle and do exactly the same again. No. Two wounds. So he's got two left. Damn. No, he doesn't. He heals them all. Yeah. Oh my God. So if you only do two, he has to take a bravery check and then he's healed. So you need to do eight wounds to him and then he's relatively guaranteed to die. Jesus. Because um, he takes a bravery check on his bravery which starts at ten. So on a three up he's dead if you do eight wounds. Right. Because you take the wounds are taken from his bravery. Yeah. Okay. That's how Croak works. Else, you just heal and you're fine. Oh my god. So, I it's because I was only doing... And that includes, like, the eel bites, the eel tail yeah, attacks, yeah, yeah. like, all the stuff that you should be getting Like, the hardest-hitting unit in the game. It's pretty hard-hitting. It should kill Croak without a save. Like, Croak in cover on a bell, and sure, I don't expect to take that down, but it was just out in the open. Yeah. Um, so... I'm still up on objectives. We go into the final priority role, which is basically at this point because all of the other games have finished for England uh, for Wales to go into second place because we knew that Sweden had capped. Well, if we capped the round, we could have won. Yeah. Then. Yep. Um, and then so I know that I've got like four models left on the table: one more right. guard, three Reavers, and my Tidecaster. But I know that with those four models, I can hold all of the objectives mm -hmm. and win the game mm -hmm. by one point. Because mm -hmm. he can't possibly go ahead of me because I'm up. And I lose the priority oh, roll. <laughs> there we go. So yes, I made a mistake at the start of the game, which yeah. was silly. And I definitely shouldn't have made that silly mistake. And it probably would have meant that I had enough eels to take the game comfortably. But also I then had absolutely nothing. Right, no uh, luck. Absolutely nothing for the rest of the game. Damn. So that was me. They've, they've played it well, but I feel like I should have... On, yeah. on dice, I should have. So had you it. both. So it was a bit of a shame. We both lost. Yeah. And that put you where for that final round? Well, Team Wales drew again. So yeah, importantly, Team draw. Wales did not lose a round. Okay. Yeah. Um, which was great. Really, really enjoyed that. Um, and ultimately, uh, we came third. Yeah. Which was really, really good. Very, very well done. Yeah. Um, very much so well above done. us was Sweden um, by five points. Yeah, they beat us by five. Sweden came which, second. So Sweden was yeah. second, five points above, and Team England B were, <laughs> um, came in first, uh, only 15 points ahead. So if mine or Matt's game had gone 20 nil, Was it only 15? Yeah. Wow. If That's yours close. or my game had been a win, we would have won the event. God, I was so close. So close. So, I'm sorry, I'm just conscious of time, gentlemen. Yeah. Um, so, some things came out. AOS 2 is new. You've played a competitive tournament. You've played mm. probably the first competitive tournament of AOS 2's existence. Yeah. Um, and Twitter was a little bit awash with some. Um, I think Jack actually posted um, uh, a his play to games for his own list and yeah. fair play. Yeah, he did. Like going, this this list is bad. Um, I don't want to play against it myself. Yeah. I would love to get for the listeners' benefit and my benefit because we all know I'm a bit of a narrative boy what are we sensing is the gripes of AOS 2 so I'm sensing there's a piece around command trait 
Commandabilities. 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 So commandabilities. Yeah. Stacking. Am I, have I stacking got on the same unit appears stacking to be the, the problem. Unit. I mean, there's there's just no reason for it to actually happen. So it just. And this is where the grots have suddenly become. Yes, yeah, so Donald's hundred and ninety-six damage to a unit of plague bearers was the was the thing that Twitter has got with angry one, about. With one grot. How does that work? Well, you, the commandability from a um, Night Goblin war boss is... I, I'm, I'm not going to read it out now, people who are listening. This isn't yeah. the wording on the scroll. So but the, the way, way that it was, it was ruled at the event was it doubles the damage. So and after the sequences, the yes. it doubles the damage. And then Post if you save. use it again with a command point... It can be before the save and you still fail is. the save and you take the double damage. But the point, okay. the point is you double the damage when you use the command point. And then if you use another command point, time has passed, and therefore you double the damage that's on the model, which is already doubled. So 1 goes to 2, 2 goes to 4, to 8, 16, 32, etc., ad infinitum. Yep. And therefore so one goblin... Damage. 64 in that phase? Yeah, and yeah, the um, when you have more goblins, I think you do more attacks, is yeah, that correct? And, and then when the you have more goblins, it triggers more often, because it's only it only actually happens on a 6+. plus. Right, but when you have more goblins, you get plus to wood. Right, so it happens oh, okay. on a four plus. Right. Um, oh, sneaky stabbing. Yeah, got you. Yeah. So that's what it was, and the um, so then the champion of the unit was able to do um, what, three times sixty four damage, yep. which was silly. Oh, um, okay. But they're grots, so kill them. Fine. Kill the war bosses, and it's not a problem. Somebody should have brought shooting. Um, an issue. I played Donal with that same list, and. Yeah, so uh, Tom Tom Loyne played him in our final round against Team Northern Ireland. And I don't know how many Donor won. Like, um, I, I don't think two. I don't think it's too much of a problem. The plague drones again, like I played against it, not really a problem. I think what I'd say about all of this is it's just um, a bit. This like, event was intentionally kind of uncomped, and it was super hilarious. And people who are very confident, and that was are not was taking a snipe at Team England here, but. They were super confident coming into it, with good reason as well, with a couple of playtesters and some very experienced players who go to the Masters and stuff in the team. They looked rattled. They got their matchups wrong. Um, obviously, they ended up taking the event, but it, it was, was always, close, and yeah. people did huge amounts of damage. I think, for me, AOS 2 is a step up in power. Okay. Armies smash so armies, smash armies, power. smash yeah. armies. Everything and it helped that everything else. was combat. Yeah, everything. There so was no I'll, shooting. Shooting's dead. Um, it may come back but I had 30 Reavers what are you talking about yeah they sat at home on objectives while your eels ripped face or missed that's, that's um, essentially what happened and the, it was just a hilarious weekend there were great stories uh, Mick yeah. Wendell lost it the was... game because he deployed everything in the sky and somebody just burnt every single objective brilliant okay. so he yeah. lost 6-0 that, that classic <laughs> thing and went um, oh right so I think it's kind of like um, it's like take take old like Neverwinter Nights PC game D and D, yeah, and then make it Diablo, right? Yeah, okay. It's that kind of sort yeah. of. Ah, so, it's become a kind of okay. arcade game. Yeah, yeah. crazy. I've got, got loads of enemies. Nephilim loads of glory, damage. double yeah. damage, yeah. smash. Yeah. So it's it's fun. that kind of game, and nobody's saying that's not fun. No, like, it was super fun. It's not. It's fun as long as everyone can access it. I think. Yes, yeah, but point. it's not chess. Fine. No, understand. No, it is not. And it's it was the um, Diablo three is not chess. I take offence to that. It was. I think the environment within the the event as well and, and the kind of ethos and the way people were playing was super friendly, but I'm going to kill your army. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, um, was the best and Andy Hughes, who was in our team, um, played brilliantly with Dreadwood and yeah. his average game time was seven minutes. <laughs> um, yeah. Sylvaneth are back in a 
big way. Yeah. Okay. It's a very um, good which list. I'm very happy and about. I, I agree that the engine of the gods needs to change. And I agree with Jack's change on it. it. Just needs to give you some summoning points because the fact that you can bring a unit on and then move it is horrendous. Yeah. So you basically free. You get twenty skinks up. They then move eight inches. They then charge and then they move another eight inches as you retreat from that same combat that yeah. you just charged into. It's crazy amount of movement. So you can slingshot them across. Yeah, the board. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Which is that, really silly. That was the command uh, ability. Yeah. Piece. There seems to be some madness surrounding Croak himself, but you, so Matt, your opinion on that was actually, it's actually so manageable as long as you know it, what it does. It is manageable, but it's not manageable in a singles tournament, right? Because right, we yeah. could protect people from the matchup. Yeah. But Croak will just take, because he does D6 damage to demons or death. Really? Or, yeah. So wow. we just have to protect those matchups, yeah. and that's why I had to take it in most of the stuff. And you can't really face three D three mortal no. wounds; it, it just takes me. your dragons down. So he um, is casting three times a turn at forty two inches, and he's every unit within that's taking D three mortal wounds. If I understood that yes. correctly, or demons will take D six. Okay, yeah. so and you roll for each unit. Just yeah, but like it, it's absurd. So all you need to do is just make it a static range. Just yeah. say that you can't add Bellwind and you can't you add... You can't use the Astralith Bearer. You can't put him on a Bearer anymore, can you? Yes, yeah, you can. can. He's less than a spell that just adds six to the range of things. Yeah. Oh, I thought there was a Wounds Cap. It gives there is a it. Wounds Cap, but it's less than Crack. And it gives you plus one save. Okay. Okay, Which so... Which is interesting, because you can now put it in cover. Interestingly, does Crook actually have a Wounds characteristic? Uh, I don't know. I'll look it up. But let's because, move on and I'll tell us Because about. it does say you have to have... Nine, nine or less wounds. Nine or less wounds. Yeah. And I don't actually know if Croak has a wound character. I will look that up, and we will fix the comp for everybody. But it's only it's, it's the it's the banner bearers that are the problem because they had eight. Right. Okay. Like, they're a problem. Right. But Lord Croak does not have a wounds characteristic. Oh, and, Jack, I'll be having that win. Thanks. And, ca and therefore cannot go on a bail wind. The bail wind does say you have to have a wounds characteristic of nine or less. This just in wounds. Abilities dead for innumerable ages. Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm wrong Ooh. on that, but I, I literally only just thought of that right now. Because check no, the Bellwind. Check the Bellwind right, scroll. Right, what what right. does the Bellwind actually say? Um, where is Bellwind? It's, in, it's, it's still in your app. Still in, yeah. Yeah. It'll it's be on just the app with the new stuff. Use bulletin. Um, yeah. Bellwind. Um, summon Bellwind. Uh, uh, summon Bellwind Vortex. It should say a wizard of nine wizards or less. with a wounds characteristic of nine or more cannot that go. are part of a unit uh, or two or more models or are already on a bell and cannot. It's the other way. It's the other way. So, so it is okay. he can go on because he doesn't have any wounds. But yeah. If he had nine or more, he does not have a wounds characteristic of more than nine because he doesn't have a wounds characteristic. God damn it, Jack! Is this going to be a? That is annoying. This That's obviously not annoying. as intended. This sounds yeah. like an RAI versus RAW. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's get. So that was Croak, and I think the big one for a lot of people was was summoning going to break the game. I don't think it did. I don't think it did. I do have a comment on summoning specific to death, as that's what I faced three times. Um, it was ruled at this tournament that things you summon don't count towards your kill points, but a minor yeah. victory is on what you've killed, so it should. Okay. Like if yeah. someone's got three thousand points in their army over yeah. the game, and I kill it, I want that three thousand points. I completely agree. Yeah. That's, gonna, that's the risk, isn't if, it? If they're going to they're going to summon a unit final turn onto an objective, there's yeah. ten of them. I've got one dude left. They burn it, and I lose. I want the points for the army. Yeah, I agree. Um, to count towards tie breaks and and whatever, and you yeah. know, a lot of events give awards. Surely, because kill it's death, and, and it was actually once like a human or something. Yeah. And it's been rebirthed. 
That's yeah. a skeleton. You shouldn't get any points anyway. If you don't get any points when they come back the second time, then why do you get points the first time? It's a good yeah, point. They sure. were summoned in the first place. Exactly. So why have you got any points out of those three games, Adam? Well, I haven't. Don't get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, is the well, apart from against Stu's army. Well, you got some um, victory points. Yeah. But I mean, you shouldn't get any victory points. Uh, Fine, I didn't. Um, well, right. you, you need to. Yeah, it, ne it needs to be in there. Um, but I think as a more general point, um, tos start using secondary objectives. I guess that I get yeah. that this is the first one, but secondary it's, objectives. It's have just to, like have the Wild West out there. Just put in a secondary. Yeah. Allow there to be a sliding scale. Why are we still writing twenty nil? It means nothing if you can't get fifteen five. If you true. can't get eighteen yeah. two, it's true. and it's just boring. It is rock, paper, scissors. The game is more rock, paper, scissors than ever until there's an FAQ. There's got to be something for people to play I've for always said when he comes against Craig. I've been saying, like, um, I don't which, go to tournaments that don't which, have secondaries. This was a new. This was this was Which, ladies and gentlemen, is instantly why Angel Core will have a full complement of secondary objectives. And emergency objectives, same as last time. Yeah, there we go. So we have two layers of secondary objectives because yeah. I like them. Gentlemen, I'm going to end. The match play. Yeah, let's talk about something else. Because we've been doing it for a while. Yeah. And I haven't got to tell you about any of the shit I've been doing. Yeah. Fair enough. That's fair. So, so that and was, I'm selfish. So that that was <laughs> that was matched. Um, just before we do finish that, big shout out to uh, the of guys course. who are running all, the event and all the team Wales for being brilliant. Um, so team team Wales just in its totality uh, was Welshman. Captain Tom Loyne. Um, who is Welsh? Who is Welsh? And I'm going to talk about his army in the hobby section. Uh, in narrative yeah, um, uh, Mark Brooks uh, of course as well um, vice captain uh, he was he was captain of Team Wales down at Bloodside this year um, we had Darren Watson um, who travelled out with me and Tom uh, to Sterling uh, Andy Hughes um, Carol who's Polish and whose surname I don't know so sorry Carol and um, Chris Senior uh, yeah, Chris Northern Hayes, Irish guy yeah. his Chris Junior, his son, who turned 15 on Sunday, was playing 14 more on Iron because he's Amazing. higher ranked than his dad. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, Chris played a blinder and won some really yeah. pivotal games for us. To they were all really, they were all really good guys. I couldn't have asked for a better team, really. Yeah, I've, I've, I've not enjoyed a tournament weekend more uh, in a team event. I told you, Six ever. Nations was great. It was it's wicked. Um, and I'm going to be getting a Welsh passport. Narrative! Yay! Yay. Yay. Alex gets to talk about something he's done. Story yeah. Hammer! Story Hammer! Ah, uh, okay, so we're focusing on Raw. Realms at War. We're still doing our sort of road to Raw, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've had an interesting Twitter exchange, which is kind of off Raw. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm, I'm more of a narrative kind of person because... Uh, because because he dies roll one because my dice roll ones and I've now brought a shooting <laughs> army to AOS two <laughs> yeah there is no shooting matter but good luck uh, with that. okay yeah. it's fine so um, I've been chatting on Twitter <laughs> yeah um, with one of the neos whose Twitter handle is Stone Monk and I couldn't yep. find his actual oh, yeah. name um, so oh. can you tweet me your actual name please if you're listening thank yeah. you um, we have been chatting. Because um, Ming very cleverly noticed that the conversions that I've been planning for my order uh, free guild army, uh, which is all based around the Skitari kits and using the kind of steampunky element, um, is uh, was also a conversion idea that this gentleman was doing at the same yeah. time. 
And as we trawled Twitter, we realised there was quite a lot of people who had the same idea. And then Duncan from Warhammer TV announced it on Stormcast, and, everyone, and suddenly everybody wanted to jump on that train. I would yeah. like to point out that our first podcast where I talked about it was released before that episode of Stormcast. <laughs> Duncan replied to my tweets. Um, so he won't. He won't. Um, <laughs> um, so we've been talking about writing some narrative for the cog forts that actually came up in Malign Sorcery. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to bleed that into my raw army. So Have you my, read Malign Sorcery then? No, I'm going to that. Okay, right. He sent, uh, he sent me a screenshot of it. I, I, I haven't read it, so. No, I haven't either. I am going to read it. I've read the Realm Artifacts. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> you have. Carry on. Yeah, for your match play army. Um, we, um, we're going to try and coordinate some fluff around it, but effectively, I am going to do a Realm of Metal steampunk. Shaman. Shaman. Um, Shaman army. Uh, the steam t- I covered in the last episode. Steam tanks um, based around the war- uh, HG world. Are Cogforts the world. specifically from Shaman? Then? Um, no, they're, they're not from actually. Mortal engines by Philip Reeve. Yeah, basically, right. they're not actually mentioned as being specifically from anywhere. So we thought it might be fun to write some fluff around them being almost like uh, Venetian-style city-states. Okay. I thought it might cool. be quite. I thought yeah, it yeah. might be quite cool if they were um, which is actually um, Stone Monk so I'm going to have to call you Stone Monk I've just found his name actually he's called Eric thanks Eric Eric's suggestion was that they'd be like the thanks to our um, team of researchers for that piece of information is it because I can't Google properly yes cool Um, (laughs) so Eric's suggestion was it'd be like the vaults from Fallout so they're almost like a franchise oh yeah cool um, so someone's come up with this bright idea this super defensible for another free girl seaters have gone yeah we want that because the realms are really nasty Yeah. and um, so there's probably some kind of dude in the middle who's like the kingpin who's raking in all the franchises and, and ergo um, Stingpunk in the mortal realms was born yeah um, so conversion ideas I have bought some Cassafron destroyer servitors which are For those the, of us who haven't looked at 40k since I have literally really no idea what, what, what those that? words they're the are. robots with tracks cool oh, oh yeah and no, big guns yeah the so big triangle tracks big triangle tracks yeah. so there's three in a box two of them are going to be have my help have my um, rocket what are they called the rocket Hellstorm rocket batteries. Hellstorm rocket batteries. Yes. Oh yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. That's a great idea. And then the third one. How do you how do you de-sci-fi them then? Uh, so with a file. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Makes sense. I'm going to remove the, obviously the, the robot torso. None of the guns are going to go on there. I'm going to try and get some steampunky kind of chimneys. It's going to be a scary bits box where you've just got robot so, torsos. Um, no, no, no. Listen, <laughs> staring at you like the listen. horrible spider alien baby head from the first Toy Story. I've got a super cool idea for one of those torsos. Oh, okay. Um, he was going to be my um, atheist. Oh, really? Okay. Um, anyway, um, so they're going to be pulling my Hurricane. Um, so, oh, what, so cool. one's going to be pulling the Hurricane. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to stick a horse head on it. <laughs> Right, um, and then the other two are gonna have be rocket batteries. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I bought correct oval bases from GW Direct. Thanks, GW Direct. Yeah. 
Um, thanks for selling them to us when you could have supplied them to us for free. Yes, I know because I had to do a direct order for these models in the first place. Yeah, with the I went into Tottenham Court Road this week and there are no red boxes left. It's all AOS. Is all, it really? All of the stuff that hasn't oh, really? been rebased is now That's direct interesting. Is yeah. it really? Yeah. I'm not surprised. It's probably why no one's buying shooting armies anymore. Um, yeah, they don't exist. They don't exist, yeah. Um, so I've done that. And so Raw Ethermist is going to be a... Cyberpunk Centaur. Yeah. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's what that sentence was going to be when you said you were using the horse's head, yeah. and not the torso. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Steampunk. Sorry, Cyberpunk's the nineties variation. Yeah. Of that, you, isn't what it? you want to do in Camden with loads of neon leather is up to you. But steampunk. But keep it away from raw. Well, or keep it away. It says from the raw. man who openly said he plays himself on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, speaking of raw. Ming Li is currently playing a game of Age of Sigma. No. What? No, That's I refuse. No. I mean, his face isn't in this picture, but. Yeah, so it's not true. Body fake away. news. There's no fake way news. In yeah. the week of Trump coming to town, fake news. It's so, my Ethanist is going to be a steampunk centaur, and I'm going to magnetize the body so he can go into the Onaga um, yep. Dune Walker chassis. Yeah. That chassis is going to form my lab. That's really cool. Um, and because I'm trying to be economical, I'm going to make the Onaga chassis because you know it's on that mad base. I don't. It's on a mad high base. Huge base. Literally yeah. nothing in OS uses that base because it's still smaller than the Archeon base, isn't it? I think. It's still smaller, yeah, it's one below that. Yeah, yeah. right. So um, I'm going to HG Wells that up yeah, with the triple wound um, stop motion wire that I've bought to make um, steel cable legs. I'm going to call it Ether Cable. Cool. So it's like it's being magically manipulated yeah, by, that's um, great. by a caster. Yeah, that's um, a really good idea. So each of the drivers to the tanks and any of the tech are effectively casters. Yeah, they're being controlling like puppet the, control. Exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah, great so, idea. And then by doing that, I can then fit it on a 120 oval, put the Luminarch of Hayish mirrors on it, and then when Raw's over, I've got a Luminarch of Hayish. Nice. Yep. That's the plan. That's a good plan. Yeah, it's really I good. I thought seeing that. Thank shape. you. Have to tweet some pictures. I will do. Yeah. Alex Lay with ley zero nine one zero. There will be pictures. Yeah, great. Sweet. And Eric, apologies, I didn't know your name. I can't Google for shit. There it's just it's just on his website. Um, yeah. He's got a website. I just yeah. followed his Twitter. So, um, narrative-wise, I we we wanted to take a Welsh army considering that we didn't have a Welsh team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> team Wales. So um, Tom had been toying with various destruction lists because he had to take destruction. Yeah, um, couldn't decide, could he? And w- he couldn't figure it out. Um, Simon had ki- Simon Weekly had kindly lent him two Magma Dragons, which, let me tell you, they have not playtested the Forge World War Scrolls. No. no. bit. Um, oh, so nasty, aren't they? Tom, Tom's list was three units of ten Oryx, because they're battle line. <laughs> uh, two Fungoid cave shepherds yep um and battle sheep battle sheep and two magma dragons, magma dragons. Yeah. uh so oh, the, just like casually throw yeah, yeah. And, and, and two points 520 1040 points yeah um magma dragons and they do mortal wounds on 
the return to any damage you do to them now, which is filth. Yeah, but that's uh, not yes. the story. So we said this last time they're the scaled up magma Droth, aren't they? Effectively. Yeah, but they've yeah. got even better. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, they're now, I think, also include if you're taking destruction. They're very, very strong. I mean, if you're taking destruction, don't. But if you are, take that. Tom won five out of five of his games with <laughs> yes. this fluffy list. And so when I say fluffy, I kind of mean woolly. Yeah. Um, so he well, had a Frost Lord on Stonehorn with the thing that makes you immune to rend. And narrative-wise, I should know the name of that, but I don't. Um, and so that's that's good. But he wanted it to be an orc. Yeah. Um, so one of Gordrak's heads went on it. He sculpted a cloak in there. Um, this is the bit of the conversion that Tom did. And he started calling it Battle Sheep, which I think was Darren's suggestion in the yeah. Wales chat. Um, and I wanted to paint a new dragon, etc., etc., because I needed a new dragon for a new dragon rider. You can't just swap riders around, it's not done. Yep. Um, and fair. so um, <laughs> Battle Sheep fell to me to paint, as did the two fungoid shamans yep. or shepherds. So ultimately what happened is I cut open an old pillow from uh, Primark and super glued um, cotton wool all over it um, and then used my beard trimmer to shape it. This is Adam's, Adam's uh, hobby corner. If you don't want to paint your model, then you can just stick shear stuff it. onto it. Yeah, only only it, paint yeah. the bits of the model that your opponent can see. It's the same as Nick Tolfrey, never it's painting the underside of tanks. <laughs> it's also so Zeno sensitive. Yep. Um, it was amazing, and um, I mean, from that it went, it got a bit out of hand, and it got um, like army painter soft tone and strong tone <laughs> flicked up underneath it, so it was like it was charging through a meadow, a meadow. and churning up, churning up mud. Um, oh, and uh, Tom, Tom inv got the horns from the um, the old iron blaster cannon, <laughs> uh, put those out of its head. So it's just ludicrously large model, yeah. Um, and just it just looks terrifying. So I yeah, painted it really its skin good. black. I had these ter like really starey red eyes and it's kind of gaping more and there's yeah. loads of wool. So we are definitely follow Hadriel Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're and definitely going to have to tweet that. that. Yeah, it's um, already um, tweeted. It's on already your account, tweeted. It? It's, yeah. um, it, on Instagram, it's also the most liked thing I've ever put online. I'm not surprised. Um, but Does by, that include all your acting? Uh, no different account um, <laughs> but it's like 10 times more than that um, but it was 50% more likes in the first day than anything else I've posted in total before that's impressive that's like the best insane. painted models I've ever painted absolutely yeah. insane. Um, the um, cave shamans the shepherds um, Tom we basically couldn't figure out how to do it you need, a, you need a little squig and you need a guy with a staff so Blood Bowl Goblin heads on necromancers and they've got that kind of staff with the hook at the top so oh, Goblin yeah. Skulls off, Shepherd's Crook. Nice. Um, use some Crypt Horror heads um, and some feet from a wolf I had lying around to make squigs for them. Um, put some wool around that so they had battle lambs uh, instead of squigs. Um, and painted them up in the team Wales colours of red and green and uh, white. So that was, that was my hobby and, and narratively um, we had battle sheep for Wales and two massive red dragons with shepherds at the back. Um, and we might have Tom on at some point, I think, because he was quite keen to record. But he'll yeah. probably say what he's going to do with that army going forwards to make it even more Welsh, but possibly less competitive. Brilliant. <laughs> I mean, nice. yet again, you've managed to appropriate narrative play for uh, competitive means there. Yep. Okay. Because as I've said about Age of Sigmar, it's a narrative game. Is it? You just need to roll better. Yes, it's true. Mm. Yep. Fair. Uh, so I managed to do a bit of narrative stuff on the on the weekend of the release, actually, didn't I? Um, I managed to... So instead of building all of the Stormcast from the main set, I 
a Magic Madhouse picked up my Raw Army. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. So I now actually have every model that I need for my Raw Army and just sat and built a Battle Mage on a Griffin. What a nice model. It's a lovely model, it's really, really cool. Byron's um, got one in his army. Yeah, it's I weird because it's not actually that good in match play. Yeah, I can't I find the scroll and figure out how it made it into his list. Yeah, it's got Amber Spear or something, who knows. <laughs> um, but it's good in my it's good in my collegiate arcana narrative yeah. stuff. Um, and I built a Hurricaneum and I started building Luminar because it's the same model for all of the bits that I did. Like, yeah. It's just some accessories that you put on differently. So I now own all of those three and I've built all of the wizards and I've built most of my Ether Lab. So I'm just ready to get going on painting and spraying and you know, really, really getting going. Um, so it's really cool. I'll, I'll post some pictures when I actually have the whole army put together in all seven models oh, yeah. of I mean, it that's, that's oh and I also know which um, which so I think I can fit in six endless spells including purple sun and the big jaws cool so purple sun big jaws so the two massive massive ones and then you get like cogs ravnax gnashing jaws ravnax gnashing uh, yes jaws, yeah. uh, I also get in the shackles and the quicksilver swords really yeah they said that on stormcast so the gnashing jaws were originally designed so you could put a wizard in it and the rules intention was originally that the wizard would transport around with it. Weird. That is less good. Yeah. Play, play that at raw. That's why, that's why it's got I'll that massive gap behind it. Yeah. But then he'll just get eaten. He's only got five wounds. He'll just get eaten by his own spell. Give him yeah. a sacrificial wizard. I'm not a fan of the endless spells. I don't think they're great, but I think at raw it's going to be very, very yes. funny having yes. six of them. Totally. Yeah. It's going to I think it will make it a really cool narrative thing. So yeah, I agree with you. For like competitive games, they're not actually that great, but. I think it's going to be really, really cool for open play. And I, 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 my sense of Ender Spurs has always been they were a hobby inclusion anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think because it's extra modelling opportunity. Yeah, and it's um, it, it's it's the, the the spectacle of it, isn't it? Effectively. Yeah, so, yeah. Cool, and that cool. brings us on to. Dungeons and Dragons or yeah. open play. Open um, play. This was the. F- one of I think it's Dungeon the Dungeons. only session I've missed in There's, nearly a year. So do you want to tell me what actually happened? You died. You're busy not, driving to Scotland. Yeah, yeah. you died. You and you're not in it anymore. Rockstar oh. and your character died. Wow. You weren't even driving to Scotland. You hadn't even left. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just bring that up just I'll, to really rub it in. I'd love to go on about that, but we're limited on time. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, actually, to be fair, it was it was actually a very event packed session. Um, yeah, so we only had three players at this one, which is sort of the lowest we've had. Really. Yeah, it's a low it's a low session, but I I don't mind doing three players because it means that those three characters really get to develop their relationships yeah. Yeah. with both NPCs and with each other. Just to recap for the listeners, Matt is our DM. Yeah, and um, we are Adam and I are players in the group. Danger Mouse. Yeah. He is Danger Mouse. Right. Danger Mouse, Dungeon Master. Oh yeah, Danger Mouse. Yeah, yeah. I didn't never thought of that. Right. Um, so this session Don't had you, up. Kieran, and Owen, or Core, Boswell, and Braylon. Yes. Um, not in that order, but fine. But interesting, yeah. you didn't have either of your melee characters. We didn't. And I think we left off last time actually in a physical fight with we some did, vampires. Yes. But it got. It I got started really off this cool. session by going, "Here's the scene. Roll initiative." Yeah. Cool. Um, we roll <laughs> initiative, and. As it turns out, the vampire spawn didn't jump on us straight away. No, they went into the church and you kind of delayed outside asking, like, what should we do? What should we, what's going on? Yeah. Um, 
and eventually decided to make it into the church. Yeah. Interesting. Um, that would imply that me and Andy are at fault for all the charging in we usually do. Yes. Yeah, it's the, so we actually... Almost certainly. <laughs> we actually, when there's three characters, they're quite conservative with their... Like, Kieran's character now has 13 max hit points. Oh, yeah. Um, so we, we deliberated a little bit outside, and then, because my, my guy's that hideous insectoid man, he kind of climbed up the walls and kind of spider-manned in. Yep. Uh, where we saw a trail of blood leading off to um, down into one of the chambers of the church yeah. where there was a trapdoor and um, long story sideways we went we descended the trapdoor mm-hmm. and there was two vampires spawn in the basement who that were you'd just seen go into the church just seen so. go into the church so it was those two vampires spawn that we left off with yeah um, and they were attacking a man yep uh, who was clutching a holy symbol of the morning lord and behind him was a boy who was chained to the wall. Typical uh, church basement <laughs> activity. Yeah. Uh, and, and restrained. We had, at already that point, it was acknowledged that the man was um, this boy's father because we could hear the boy screaming in terror. Yeah. Right. Um, screaming for his father. Um, and then, yes, battle ensued. Yep. Um, I think my proudest moment was... Not your proudest proud. moment. Wasn't proud moment. Is that it? No. Well, you kind of. No. So, uh, from a narrative point of view, I thought, at one, I thought point, I a good at game. one point in the battle, essentially, the, they'd taken out one of the vampire spawns, mm. but the boy. Oh, I also want to say that if you coat your sword in holy water, that goes so well. Sure. It so helps a bit. Super smart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at one point in the battle, after they'd taken out one of the vampire spawn, but the other one was really going for the priest, about to take him down, probably, as he's like yeah. on his last few few bits of bits of life uh the boy his son bites his dad in the neck oh yeah, vampire, he, boy. Yeah, vampire, boy. vampire boy yeah vampire boy yep um, so just goes for it vampire so i i broke off from the combat that esmeralda and braylon were yeah dealing with the other vampires born and, and i protect the priest coated my um silvered sword in holy water to finish that vampire off and managed to uh, oh, that was stacked with silver. Yeah, um, oh, there's some extra damage. Yeah, sure. and then um, I said the guy he was on his last legs anyway. But um, I then because of thief build, mm. I managed to break away and come back to next to the priest with the holy symbol up and repelled um, the son back ah, off the father. Nice. Um, where I then witnessed that he was a vampire, could see the teeth and the reaction to the holy symbol. Mm. Yeah. And in character, I was thinking, I'm an agent of these lands. I'm from these lands. I'm aware there is no cure for vampirism. I'm also aware that people's emotions tend well, to I'm get in there. I'm aware of that. That's good. Uh, and I'm aware that um, people's emotions tend to cloud their judgment in dealing with loved ones who've been turned. Yeah. So I decapitated Very the boy in front of his... Arker. Yeah. So I decapitated the boy in front of his father and then ran away. Oh, <laughs> which went really really well so the priest just um, breaks down running away point. isn't something we've been very good at so doing the thing you need to do and running away sounds like quite a good time I ran away so essentially Cor just didn't want to deal with the consequences of his actions and ran away like a true rogue yeah it wasn't that it was more if he wasn't a horrible fox demon you might almost think well, he was a and white also, man and also yep. the, the, the guy was holding a knife and I was like I don't want him to stab me because I just hurt his son so yeah, I sure um, I, dealt, I dealt with the son and I retreated back I did alert everybody else what I'd just done 
Boswell bollocks me for not making it a group decision and I told him to get lost because he wasn't from this country. Sounds like a conversation we're having. Yeah, but it is, um, it is, he is the leader sounds of the like party. Sounds like role playing Brexit at the moment. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, core David Davis. Um, and then I then just actually took myself out of the room so they could calm the father down. Yep. Um, and then what conversation did they have with him, Matt? Uh, it turned out that the son had been part of a failed attempt at killing Strad about two years ago, ah. where some adventurers had come to Barovia, riled up the townsfolk at the village of Barovia, and mm. got about a few dozen of them to uh, attack the castle. Yeah. Um, they all died, and Strad decided to send some of them back as vampire spawn to attack the village itself. Yeah. The father, the priest, managed to keep his own son alive and kept him locked in a basement for a few years. Yeah. So yeah, he was making that noise a lot as well. Yeah. So um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I made the right choice. Yeah, good one. Um, I'd, have, I'd have smashed him in the face with a sword as well. Yeah, indeed. Um, so Matt, do you want to cover what happened next? Because then we got a tip off, didn't we? Um, yeah. So he did say the priest at that point did say that. Um, it was possible that this vampire spawn attack on the church was just a distraction for Strad visiting Barovia, uh, the village of Barovia. Though. Right, so this is the village that we went to in like the second session of D&D and just walked straight through second. it. Second, yeah, you're right, yeah. Yeah, and just walked directly through it because it looked too spooky for all of your characters, so you were just like, I want to go yeah. somewhere nice! <laughs> and we have subsequently not found anywhere nice. No, there's nowhere nice in Barovia, no. but this is an especially nasty place. Is that the TripAdvisor rating? Um, yes. So what is essentially... <laughs> it's just a skull so, instead of a star system. Strad was probably in the village, um, and the, uh, the, the priest told you that he's probably at the, the Burgermaster's house. Yeah, of Barovia Village, which is... Of Barovia Village itself, yeah. Um, so the party uh, eventually makes their way after after sorting out a couple of things they make their way to the Burgermaster's house pretty late and uh, the door is open very slightly and Cor and Braylon decide to just loot it yeah, yeah well, so yeah, you know yeah. not dealing with the actual problem they just walk around the house trying to steal things Look, so Boswell burns it all down and saves the day but in the hallway there is the Burgermaster lying in a coffin uh, sure. Yeah. So, and yeah, looks like he's been dead for a couple of days. We did establish that before we looted things. Yeah. You know, There's so also. He didn't well, oh, he's more. dead. It's fine to steal. Yeah. We also saw a light on in a bedroom yeah. upstairs and then went looting. Yeah. A looting, yeah. as we say. Um, and a looting, they did go. Yeah. <laughs> bravely, um, bravely. <laughs> not, not too much to find in that place, but after a while, they all made it up the stairs. Uh, to reveal a well, after hearing a little noise right upstairs, um, we heard a fluttering. A fluttering. It was specifically described as a fluttering. A fluttering. Um, open the door and one woman lying in a bed, dark red hair, early twenties, beautiful woman. <laughs> yes. Um, lying in like full plate ceremonial silver armor. Sure. In her bed. Yeah, less yeah. sexy um, now. That's not what I was making a noise for. Because I was <laughs> for a year and know who that is. Yep. So you sure. walk around to the I'm other narratively side. Narratively interested. Sure. They walked around after she seems to be asleep or weak or something. Yeah. Uh, they walk around to the other side and see a couple of spe- specks of blood on the pillow. Oh, just a couple. Just a, a couple. Just a couple on the pillow. Interesting. Moving her slightly. She's been bitten. She'll get better. She might get better. <laughs> um, 
But it's obvious that she's been bitten by a vampire and has had most well, you of know her... know she's a vampire. <laughs> most of her life force is drained well, at this point. So, um... Yeah. I, I ran in and I actually put a holy symbol on her before we moved yeah, her. Yeah, and she didn't burn. So she's not a vampire. I know, I was just making a Monty Python reference. Yep. Uh, yeah, so she's not a vampire, but she looks pretty close to turning and she was muttering things about giving herself over to Strahd. Yeah. Um, Should so, we maybe have found her about six months ago and prevented this? Nah, you've been in Barovia for about three or so weeks, so maybe three weeks ago. Cool, cool, So cool. she's pretty pretty far gone at this point, from what you can tell, but she doesn't want to leave when after defending her for the night and staying in the room. Um, well, Braylon didn't. He made a bed in the corner Braylon and went to sleep. made a bed in the corner and went to sleep. Um, I was very nice. Yeah, I chatted right. to her and said prayers with her and stuff. To so her. she said she wants her, her father... Did she look at you like, what the uh, fuck is No, she was, she was very responsive after I'd nicked her dad's seal. And you'd healed her and, and cast restoration on her and yeah. like nice, nice things. Yeah. Um, so she wants her father to be correctly buried yeah and it's in the party's interest i think you all decided that you also wanted her brother the correct next burgomaster to become the burgomaster yeah. of barovia otherwise strad gets to politically pick who takes that position so yeah. it was obviously a bit of a coup d'etat yeah that was entirely the point so yeah so right. they try and combine them into one scenario once like one ceremony which essentially means that they have to sneak the body of the uh, of the burgomaster through the town on a stolen cart. Yeah, Not I borrowed, so, but so that's, I, <laughs> that's a rogue's interpretation. Of stolen. Uh, um, I went to a shop and nicked a cart, and then a man came up to beat me up, so I threw twenty gold in. <laughs> twenty gold for a cart? No, ten gold. I said to pay the balance later. I ain't paying it. God damn, I ain't paying it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he still somebody in Barovia ten gold. Um, at least you've got money that'll, that'll give I borrowed it money. Mo- it's, money shot it. it's money I borrowed from you yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> so while um, while Braylon and Irina which is the woman's name yeah um, make their way around the town letting them know that her brother Ismark is about to be made burgomaster mm-hmm. you guys sneak the sneak the body through and manage to convince the priest who you killed his son yesterday yeah he was to, cool. We were cool, man. He was cool. To perform cool. the ritual oh, and to then make the make Ismark the new burgomaster of he Barovia. He had in the meantime put a stake in the child's, yeah, the child's yeah. body, so he knew the he knew the score. And we they were all fine. lived happily. On, yeah, yeah. So in one way he, he knew the score, on. and in the other way he had to stake his own child. Sure. At least he didn't have to kill his own child. Yeah, I did true. that for him. Yeah. He You're made sure he stayed dead. Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that was easier for him. Who knows? Um, so no, the session finished with uh, the the burgomaster being buried, which in Barovia involves everybody taking a trinket and placing it in with the burger in the grave with the burgomaster, along with a handful of soil. There's um, um, and like they've riled up about as well. Yeah, about three hundred like people. Shard or something. Yeah. If you owned a trickster's shard, you could put it in. Yeah. I don't know. They don't own much in Barovia, so no, and then it going directly, in house. Yeah. directly into the right. the ceremony, making Ismark Irina's brother or stepbrother, mm. um, the new burgomaster of Barovia. And the priest did it specifically to defy Strahd. He didn't do it to help us. He yeah, did it he did. He wanted to defy. He didn't Strahd. do it. So it certainly didn't do it for core. He no. gonna die. 
He yep. has to defy Strahd. He yep. knows that. He was kind of like, I'm going to get Mercs for this, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, my yep. God. And so thus ended the session, um, and it was a bit more kind of... It was quite combat-y to start with, but then it, it, it there turned into... There was a lot into, of... Yeah, there was a lot of the second half. There's some yeah, really, really hilarious good. moments at the moment as well, where Matt has to have NPC conversations with himself. Yeah, they're fun, aren't they? <laughs> Especially when Heather comes in. It's, like, it's Matt just talking to himself and you guys are watching. We're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, it's the part of DMing that I really, really struggle with, having conversations with yourself. Yeah. Funny that it's hard work. I love Yeah, exactly. You feel a bit crazy while like Esmeralda and Arena are talking to each other, mm-hmm. and both of them are me. If I'm, you haven't done your makeup and worn a dress like Jacqueline Hyde, that's yeah, that's true. By next time, then I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I need to be fully immersed. So, anyway, do you want to do you want to explain a couple of ideas that you've had for Dome Raiders quickly? And um, I, I'm conscious of time, so I think yes, I will. I will do. So Dome Raiders is gonna is gonna go ahead. I've nearly finished the pack. Oh, nice. Um, so if you didn't listen last time, that's uh, Alex's Necromunda campaign day. Yeah, it's yep. a one day Necromunda event, but it's a narrative event with a competitive edge. So basically, I've yeah. designed with Adam's help a single scenario. That oh, really? scenario is rinse and repeat throughout the day, so you're always playing the same scenario, but there will effectively be a different um, piece of archaeotech that is affecting the game. Oh, cool. A bit okay. like the realm rules. It's a bit like the, yeah, yeah. it's exactly the realm rules. I nicked the idea, but the idea is that everybody only has one scenario to learn, and then cool stuff will happen. That sounds really good. Um, yeah, let people make their own narrative. Yeah, I don't have to try precisely. Right. You will have a bounty hunter, which is you in the game. I talked about that last time I've refined that a little bit and yep. there is a character called Clara Loft Clara who is Loft. who is going to be um, popping up also rumour has it that Cal Jericho might be for hire oh nice um, but yeah. <laughs> so um, when are you trying to put this on um, that's still a question mark at the moment what months are you sort of aiming at I was either going to look at the end, the end of the year right uh, no, not necessarily. I was looking at either the end of the year or the beginning of next year. Okay, cool. Um, so when I have more to report, I will. So there's loads of time to paint up a gang. There's loads of time to paint up a gang. I'm actually, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Part of me delaying is to try and see if the other gangs come out. Yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the corridor gang looks beautiful. Yeah, the models look great. The models look incredible. So I would, I've stayed away from the Klu Klux Klan imagery of the old. Oh, yes. those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. that looks really great. I cool. think they've combined those factors. They have absolutely something a little bit more subtle and a little bit less offensive. Yes, yep. which is um, always good. And they definitely they needed to combine the two because they weren't. They, they, they weren't, weren't differential enough. No, absolutely. Yeah. Not, apart from one looking offensively racist. Yeah. So <laughs> it's um, not good when that's your differential. Exactly. <laughs> So I will I will have more details on that. Um, but yes, I'm I'm very excited, and I hope you guys are too. Yeah. Well, I don't need to paint a new army for AOS two. It turns out. So yeah, um, yeah good. I, I might do because I bought a shooting army. So <laughs> I've literally bought have a few games first, mate, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. then yeah. put it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> no, take it to Raw. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. It'll it's be, be fine. fine. Yeah. Right. Should we sign off? Let's uh, sign off. Let's sign off. Thank yeah. you, Soundmouse, for use of your studio. Yeah, of course. And to yeah. uh, Jay Channer for the loan of the equipment, as ever. Yep. And um, to England for providing the entirety of Team Wales. <laughs> uh, not the entirety. A massive thanks again to the event organisers. It was yep. a really cracking weekend. 
We'll probably talk a bit more about um, the fallout of that event um, yeah, yeah, next, next time. time. There's, there's still loads to talk about. Yeah. Um, but that was our kind of review and, and immediate reflections on the state of the game at the moment. Yeah. Um, and we'll have had another D and D session. I'm very interested to yep. uh, yeah, get to absolutely. know uh, Irina uh, yeah, a little bit better. I bet you are. Should be good. Right. Not for the reasons you think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you next time. Bye. See ya. Good night.